All right. Okay, wow. This is our first episode. I tell you, I thought it was going to be a bummer for the first part because <laughs> I was not prepared. But we are on. It's Mother's Day Sunday. Yes. And we are rocking and non stopping. How yes. about that? Mother and daughter. That's right. It's mommy, me, and Rose. But I'm drinking Chardonnay. To mom, get this started off, what happened to the rose, mom? This is well, you know, today. Uh, it's one of those. Oh, you got yours, okay. Next time I will, but I'm drinking Chardonnay. You know, Chardonnay has a different type of flavor, different type of aroma, and uh, I'm 57 years old. Rose is for the kids, okay. <laughs> Chardonnay is for the grown women, okay? okay. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, what's going on with you? Well, you know, it's Mother's Day, and I am so happy that we are doing this podcast together and going live for our first ever episode. Really, yeah. really exciting, and, and this is, um, you know, really an opportunity for us to come together and just talk like we always do. We, uh, we have been saying this for the longest. Every time we get on the phone with each other, we're like, that's a topic for the podcast. That's a topic for the podcast. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. So I'm really yes. excited that we're officially kicking this off today on Mother's Day with my mommy. It's so appropriate. I love it. Yes. Okay, so what are we going to talk about? So since it's Mother's Day, I was thinking that maybe we could cover some things that make you feel like your first memory of giving birth. You have four kids, four beautiful children, yes. and thought it would be appropriate to cover some birth stories. Okay. Um, so then I would cover maybe one of mine and then, you know, we can just dive into some other hot topics that we have on the slate. So what do you think? I think that's great. Okay. Let me start first. I want to tell you that, uh, I have four amazing children. Um, found your favorite, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are the favorite. But um, none of them. Sorry, LaDonna and the baby. LaDonna's the baby, my brother. But yeah, he's, he's yeah, always the favorite, but I'm taking his spot for today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know how little boys are about their mothers. So I think we just bonded like that, you mm -hmm. know. But uh, it was all. Being a mother is, is, has its challenges. And it has its ups and downs. But the most part is there's a whole lot of love, you know, that you can give. To your children you know you got to make sacrifices you have to do things that you don't ordinarily do it's almost like you step out of yourself mm -hmm. you know 
and 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 say, hey, I, I love this child. I'm gonna do right by this kid, and this is an extension of myself. Right. So we're gonna make this work. But anyway, I wanted to start off by telling you about how your start came. I flew out to Washington, uh, Seattle, Washington, state of Washington, and to see my grandmother, Miss Virginia, God rest her soul. And uh, I was about four months pregnant with you. And um, I stayed a week. And, and I just wanted to bond with her because I knew that she was, wasn't feeling well. She was a bit ill. And I sort of kind of said, well, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this thing uh, the right way. I want her to see me and my, you know, my belly. It was just starting to stick out. Uh, four months, you really don't show that much. But I wanted her to see all that. Right. But to make a long story short, um, this was like the end of uh, 86. You were born in 1986. This was like November. Mm -hmm. um, when I flew back to New York, I um, got a call from a distant relative. I think it was my uncle. He told me that she had passed. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you know, um, you know, I was considering naming you Virginia, but that got tossed out the window because your family was not going to have it. <laughs> your name had already been picked out. Your Aunt Sharon named you. So, and I did give you the, the middle name. Okay. We have our difference of opinion about how to pronounce that name, but that's okay. <laughs> but you were born, you came into the world on December 8th. Uh, you were born in the early afternoon towards the evening. And uh, you were about uh, six pounds. To make a long story short, um, I didn't have any kind of, you know, back in those days, they didn't have classes on how to breastfeed or anything like that. You just kind of whipped it out and, you know, the rest was history, you know. But um, I was laying in a hospital bed and I heard a loud baby scream. And I was like, who is that? I said, they need to pick that baby up. <laughs> and it was you. Actually, the nurse was ro rolling you in an incubator type of thing that you were in. And, you you know, of course, you can see through it and all that. But uh, she was rolling. And as it got closer, she came through the door. The door swung open. And she approached my bed with you screaming your head off. <laughs> I said, oh, my God, that's my own baby. So she said, I think she's hungry. She's really nice. She handed me over, handed you over to me. I'm sorry. And I began to breastfeed. And that was that. You, it wasn't like, you know, I tried to force it on you. And you just automatically knew what to do. Did I latch on You easily? latched on pretty well. Yeah. Wasn't no, you was know. Was it you super hungry. painful? Because breastfeeding, you know, it hurt. Well, you know, since you were a cesarean section, um, mm -hmm. I did feel some abdominal pull. Mm -hmm. And then it, then I start to feel the milk passing through to you. So, but you were sucking pr pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> you were hungry, but those were uh, all joyful moments that I can say that I really have not forgotten. And I hope I cherish them, you know, because you don't get that moment anymore. Of course, now you're in your thirties with mm -hmm. your own two babies and, um, 
you seem to be quite comfortable and quite a natural at being a mother. You know, you, you are a lot more patient than I was as a parent. But that's because you had me. You. Thank you, mom. Um, but you had me, you had me when you were young, you had me at 24. So do you think, yes. you know, being that I had my kids starting at 30, do you think that kind of helps with the patience kind of thing? Cause I think you Absolutely. probably were a different parent in your thirties than you was in your twenties. Right. Of course. And it takes growth. It's a level of growth, a level of pain, a level of challenges. And most of all, and most importantly, it's a level of love. Right. So, you know, we all have to grow. Mm -hmm. So, but that was, that was remarkable. You know, you grew up around love and family and from both sides of the family, actually, you know, and I told my mother, I said, mama, when you see this baby, you're going to want to keep her for yourself. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I know. But it's all good, you know. Um, those are some challenging times. Mm -hmm. But uh, just like I told you, we all have to grow. Mm -hmm. And nobody goes to school for being a parent. Right. You know, but I think you have it natural. I think you have it down pat. I really do. Thank you so much, yeah. Mom. I really appreciate that. That makes that makes me feel good to know that I have your blessing and your encouragement. And, you know, I'm so thankful for the village that I have with you, with my grandma, mama, as we call her, um, just with my close friends and family. I mean, you really, when it came to um, breastfeeding, you inspired me because I said, hey, my mom breastfed me. I'm going to breastfeed. It was like second nature. And, um, you know, just remembering all those stories you shared about me as a baby and different things that you did, different right. techniques. You know, right. I, I always play that in my mind over and over again as a new mom. You know, mm -hmm. what would my mom mm -hmm. do? What did she say? And you know, I was always calling you or you were coming up here. So yes, um, yeah. You know, just having your support is just so important to me, and I just admire the beautiful, wonderful soul that you are. I think that you are such a blessing and a light in our family. You just inspire me and just bring me so much joy. Every single time that I call you, every day that I speak with you, you just put a smile on my face and always give me words of encouragement and just let me know that everything is going to be all right. So I'm just so thankful for you as my mom on today, this Mother's Day, this beautiful Sunday, May 9th. And uh, just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. Well, that's wonderful. And I appreciate you appreciating me. <laughs> and, um, you know, like I said, motherhood is, is, is a little challenging for some of us. And, you know, on the whole spectrum, it's all about uh, maturity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all have our responsibilities in life. And some of us accept responsibility well. And some of us don't. So, you know, my hat goes off to the to the mothers that really sacrificed and uh, and the upbringing of their their kids. I really do appreciate that fact because when you when you raise children and when you when they have a good foundation, when they have a good starting point, mm -hmm. they get off to a good start. You know, it's not about giving your children what they want all the time and making them. Uh, you know, comfortable this because the world is not like that. You know what I mean? Right. The world is uh pretty tough. Mm -hmm. And you want to just 
raise your children with all those aspects, you know, of a balance where when, when they get out into the world, they won't have such a hard time to adjust, you know, and I mean, a good balance in, in a good way, prepare them, you talk to them, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, giving them that love, you know, so they can have an equal measure of that. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate you sharing that. And I think about, um, you know, my birth story and being pregnant with Jordan, who is my two-year-old. And, you know, the night, the day before I went into labor, I remember just feeling like I'm so ready to have this baby. Like he was pressing down on my hip, on my pelvis. I could not close my legs in the bed. And I was just uncomfortable at that point. I was like, he needs to come out. So the night before, um, I was doing squats outside. John was doing yard work. And then um, I just felt weird. And then that morning at 8 a.m. on the dot, I woke up with a contraction. And um, my water never broke with him. But Mm -hmm. I was having contractions every two to three minutes, nonstop. Mm -hmm. And... um, it was rough. And I think you were supposed to come like two days later. I think you came yeah. like at the end of the week yeah. or something like your flight. You had booked it because I went into labor like a week before my due date. My due date was September 3rd, my original due date. And I had him on August 28th. So I went into labor um, at 8 a.m. on Sunday mm-hmm. the day before the 27th. And I was in labor for 20 hours water never broke and having contractions every two to three minutes. It was rough. So, <laughs> um, but I remember just like, you know, John calling you and telling you like, she's in labor, like it's happening. He was like, Oh my gosh, she, it's happening. And you felt so bad. And I was like, it's okay, mom. Like you're here with me in spirit. And you know, you was checking oh, in with us. <laughs> you thinking about that, I right? was so hurt. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Your first baby. I really wanted to be there, but you know, I thought about it and I says, well, he's still a little bitty baby. So Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll get a chance to hold him. And that's special to me. So I'll never forget that. Yeah. And you did. I mean, we had an opportunity to just kind of be new parents together and Mm -hmm learn him in the hospital and then when we went home you flew in like a couple of days later and it was perfect because then you were able to help me at home because yes so you don't know like am I putting the diaper on right like you know can I wash him can I put him in the Mm -hmm. tub can I do this Mm -hmm. you know everything was just like what am I supposed to do and you were just like girl do this come here pick him up you know and you were just helping (laughs) me so much because I really didn't know (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, those are special moments that, you know, that will stick with you through life, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's with all your children. I don't know if you got any, do you have any plans on having a third child or is this? I don't know. John and I were just talking about this because, you know, just for the people listening, we have two kids. So we have Jordan, who's two and a half. Well, he's a little over two and a half. He's almost three in August. And then our daughter, Bellamy, is um, going to be seven months in a, seven days or six days. Actually. Wow. That's hard to believe. I know. I know. The six Ooh, where did time up. fly? <laughs> I know. That's what I said. So she's turning seven months um, and she'll be one in October. And then, you know, with COVID-19 and the economy and jobs and just 
we everything's like up in the air at this point, right? So um, I think we're gonna play it by ear and mm-hmm. uh, and cross that bridge in like a few years, see how we're doing, and you know right. if we think we're financially or able to to go for a third, then we'll try. But if not, you know we'll be thankful for our two, and you know just kind of embrace life that way. So wherever. I just say whatever God leads us and puts on our heart Absolutely. and blesses us with. Yeah, always put God at the head of the household. Mm-hmm. And because he knows exactly what the plan is, most definitely. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you look pretty. I love that we are complimenting each other. People listening, we yes. both are wearing blue. And my mom has yes. on some beautiful gold yellow earrings. Yes. She's wearing her hair halfway up, halfway down with her natural curls flowing. And she's got her <laughs> wonderful tortoiseshell glasses that I just adore and a nice cross Thank necklace. You. So she Thank is you. just looking quite beautiful, I must say. Well, uh, likewise, my dear, you are looking lovely as always. I love the hair. For, mo- for the most of you who don't know, Brittany cut all of her beautiful hair uh i guess right before the baby was born the second baby because she felt that it would be a strain on her to keep maneuvering and managing hair and you know because she kept her hair fly all the time and she had a has a wonderful stylist who by the way did my hair once but uh she just yes, felt shout out to honey <laughs> yeah shout out to honey and a very beautiful lady i tell you Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, Brittany is rocking her natural do, her mm-hmm. all curly look, and I think it's beautiful. Thank yeah, you. and it's had grown a lot. Um, too bad we can't flash some pictures of when you first, you know, got it cut. It was so pretty. It was very close. I know. I know. Next time I'll um, have it pulled up on the laptop so we can share a picture of it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, so uh, we finally made it. You know, I'm going to get my laptop blues together. So. <laughs> I know we That's were, we didn't go live for a reason today because we wanted, this is our first podcast. So we said, well, let's test it out. Let's see how we sound, you know, get yeah. all the technology pieces in, in order. Um, but I think going forward, you know, we, this is a trial run. We'll know kind of how to approach it going forward. Absolutely. We're doing good yeah. so far, mom. You got I it going so. on. I think so. <laughs> um, shout out to my son-in-law, Jonathan. He's the sound check man today, yes. putting everything accurately together and uh, appreciate the uh, links that he sent me, you know, yes. and trying to get this all, you know, the ball rolling with the podcast. So yes. shout out to Jonathan. He can't hear you because he's got the kids in the back well, with the room closed so that we don't hear yeah, well, any background see. noise. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I think uh, this is going to be a start of something very special, you know, so too. Um, something that I've been wanting to get back into because, you know, I've done radio for years. I was a uh, disc jockey at a small radio station here in Mississippi for like 10 years, Um, there were three stations, uh, WIQQ, WBAQ, and uh, WNIX, and uh, both FM and AM radio stations. So I've had plenty of experience there, and I've been really wanting to get back, get my feet wet, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I 
I um, remember being a little kid and going into the radio station with you and hearing you like do your uh, commercials and record right. your sessions live. And you're just such a natural talent at that. So yes, I'm glad yes. that we're able to do this. Too. I think people are going to yeah. enjoy listening to you. Especially the viewers that I work with, you know, and uh, I'm just excited about it. I really am. Um, what are we going to talk about next? Should I think, we get into uh, some current events, some things that are sure, happening? Now, sure. um, I know you said you did your research and you wanted to talk about a couple of things. Is there a topic that comes to mind? Because I can bring up, you know, obviously the elephant in the room is the COVID-19 situation mm-hmm. and just really how everyone is doing and adjusting to mm-hmm. the situation. So um, I'll just say here in New York, where I'm located, we live. Um, about 30 minutes north of New York City, which is the epic center of the COVID-19 outbreak mm-hmm. in the U.S. And my husband, Jonathan, is deemed an essential employee. He works for New York City as a bus driver uh, for MTA. Uh, MTA stands for Metropolitan Transit Authority. Um, and so he, you know, really is on the front of the lines, obviously, you know, the first responders, the healthcare workers, all the essential employees that are just the mail carriers. I always say they always give the first responders and the healthcare workers a shout out, but I never hear anything about the mail carriers. And I think we should give them a shout out, mom, because they Absolutely. are really yeah. doing a great job with keeping doing mail awesome and packages job. coming, deliveries. Yes. So. Yes, Thank you. Shout out to all the mail carriers. Yes, by all means. Yeah, they are the most out. important factor because without them, we wouldn't get our packages, mail, or none of that. So, yeah, they're very essential. Mm-hmm. Essential, exactly. And then you, mom, you know, you are a, a CNA, a certified nurse assistant, and you are one of those healthcare workers, and you're working in a a nursing home facility for the seniors and and people who are uh, in rehabilitation you know, and so we, you know, appreciate everything that you're doing. You want to share a little bit about what's that like for you and what you're hearing as a healthcare worker in the space and what people can do to kind of stay healthy and, and be preventative. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it's a scary situation. Um, cause we're faced with so many different multi-factors of this, this chronic, uh, uh, serious virus and, uh, with old people you can never tell because they're all very fragile. Their immune systems are not uh, equipped like our immune systems. And we're, you know, uh, we're, we're younger, of course, but uh, we're all different. But the older generation, um, when you think, when you talk about virus, you know, some make it and some, some don't. But um, the only thing that I can say is wear your mask. Wear your mask. Um, uh, my husband, he is uh, really big on that with the hand sanitizer uh, and wearing masks, uh, going out to the, the uh, store. If you, if you go into the mall or wherever where there's a dense population, wear your mask, put it on. You know, it's very important. And I think uh, it shows respect for, you know, the other people as well. But uh, we're just trying to do the best we can do uh, over at the facility that I work at and making them comfortable because of course, you know, that, uh, we are not receiving any visitors at all. Uh, the visitors, yeah, the visitors are coming and they're actually talking and communicating through the window. 
So, and that's, and, and some of the seniors, uh, Brittany are very, um, depressed about that. A lot of anxiety going on and I have to be the one to come in and lift them up, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, just get them out of the, the, the boldrum of being depressed and lonely, you know, because they were so used to having their loved ones come in, you know, every day or every other day to, to see them. But, um, we just, you know, we're playing music. I think music is, is a wonderful uh, piece of therapy right. that, uh, because they can also, music is something that you can listen to and you can automatically know what, how old you were, who you were with, you know, and, and it goes back, they have their memories, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I put a lot of generational music on for them, um, the doo-wop and, you know, Patsy Cline, since I'm in Mississippi, they love their country. Um, uh, Conway Twitty and, and, uh, a few others that I play, you know, but, uh, yeah, so I keep it happy and and light around them. And I'm, I'm always trying to get them to, uh, just join in and some Mm -hmm. good trivia and we do activities with them. I mean, we just keep the spirit lit, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's not easy, you know, from their standpoint, but the facility that I work at is very good with their seniors. So, yeah, so uh, we're doing the very best that we can. And then I know when it, the virus first came out, you had sent me like a heads up notification and it was like, make sure that you are keeping your throat hydrated, that you oh, are yes. taking your vitamin C and stuff like that. Most definitely. So. Most definitely. Uh, yeah. Um, vitamin C is one of the essential, uh, vitamins that, uh, we need to definitely keep in our cabinets because even if you get it from a fruit, I've recently just started juicing with orange peel. Uh, Orange peel. Yeah. Orange peel is loaded with antioxidants. So you mean you you throw the whole orange in the juicer or you cut it up? I slice it and put it in the Ninja. And, and it, and it juices very well. And it's really no different in in flavor. It's more orangey, but you don't taste the pungentness, you know, but uh, it's a very good way of getting that vitamin C. In fact, the peel is three times more powerful than the flesh of the orange itself. So yeah. And, and whatever's left after the body has absorbed all of that wonderful vitamin C, everything goes to your skin. Now, the skin needs vitamin C and E, which are both very powerful antioxidants. And uh, it, what it does is speeds up the, up the uh, collagen right. uh, that's behind the skin's production. And uh, you'll be more youthful, you know, at the same time with more energy. Because I, it, I love to take it because it gives me such a kick, you know. But uh, yeah, it, it, it helps with the immune system and fighting this, this terrible virus along with a few others, vitamin E, folate, calcium, uh, you know, different ones that uh, that's essential. And vitamin D, I, I don't want to leave that out. So, yeah. It's so crazy because vitamin D you can get from the sun, but then they're telling us to stay inside. And like here in New York City, we were told to stay inside, not go anywhere. If you have to go, obviously, wear your mask, your gloves. But it's like vitamin D is so important for you, you know? Yeah. Yes, it's good for bone density. And uh, if you're low on D, you can feel it. You know, I never knew, you know, because I'm just now coming into a lot of knowledge about vitamins. Um, 
of course, I, I, I've been taking it for a while, but I never knew how much we needed vitamin D as a human race. I right. mean, straight up. I mean, if you're low on D, you're opening up the closet for disease. You know, it's just that simple. And not only that, um, it helps with the bone structure. You know, of course, when you uh, go through menopause, women have uh, fragile bones and the calcium and the D goes hand in hand, you know. So, yeah, we don't want to leave that out. And it, and it does help fight, you know, the COVID as well. So and what we can do for the listeners um, is we'll do a, a, a blog. We'll write up everything, but we'll also include links to... Mm-hmm what we're referencing because I know a lot of times people like to kind of read the information and see where we're pulling the sources from. So we'll be sure to include, you know, those sources, um, in those links on the blog. And then Mm -hmm. when we post this video to YouTube, we'll include the link, I guess, below the video. We're kind of, me and my mom both are new to the YouTube world. So we'll get better (laughs) with the nomenclature as we go along. But I think, um, that will help listeners, you know, see if they want to do some research as well, that this is fact, evidence-based research, as you're saying, you're not just making this up, you know, because no. you like vitamins. <laughs> then I, you know, I've always been holistic in that area. You know, in my twenties, I started a, a real serious skin regime and um, I never played around because I knew that if I had good skin on, um, you know, Hey, it, I mean, that's the first thing people see is your face. I exactly. mean, you know, and, and you uh, are how old, mom? Do you want to tell your age? I am 57 and a half. I'll be yes. 58 in December. Um, June is right around the corner. You may as well say as fast as time is going. But uh, yeah, I'm 57 and a half. And uh, it, it's been challenging. Menopause in itself is not something you sneeze at. Because you start to go through the emotions, mm. you know, things change. Uh, the things that you used to like to eat, you don't normally, you don't eat it anymore. You know, the things that you like, that you used to like to do, it's a reverse, you know, or you slide back. But I mean, it's, it's all a learning experience yeah. for the women. Yeah, that's going through menopause. And that's a story for a different uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> I can elaborate all day long on, on <laughs> menopause and what to take um, for it. There's so many things out there at the moment. But uh, Do you yeah. get hot flashes? I know that's like a common. I used to. I used to get really bad hot flashes, mostly at work. <laughs> I got a story for you. <laughs> a sauna, man. It feels like you're in a sauna or a hot oven all at once, you know. And then your heart starts to race. Okay, so but, I have to um, interrupt you, mom. I got to tell what? this story to the listeners. Okay. Go on. So this is when my son was first born. And he was born August 28th in New York City. So the week we brought him home, it was like, cool. So we had our ACs in the windows. And we said, well, let's take the ACs out, the air conditioners. Because here we don't have central air in our home. We just have um, window units. So we took the window units out. And we put them away. And then my mom flew in like a day or two later. And so we put her in the back room, which was formerly our office. Now it's my son's bedroom, but it was a guest room slash office that we had for her. So we figured, oh, she'll be fine. It's cool back there. You know, the temperature has been dropping at night. We can crack a window. 
so one day, you know, we just went through like a heat wave streak. It just came when she was here and it was just getting hotter and hotter. And John and I, you know, we're used to not having central AC. In Mississippi, you have central air. That's just how you go because it's very hot and humid weather. So everyone has central AC for the most part. And so John and I are used to not being around central air and having portable units or just, you know, dealing with the temperature. So of course it's warm, but we're making it work. We got our newborn baby. We don't want him too cold. So we're adjusting. My mom is sitting on the couch and she's sitting there. We're all (laughs) like in the morning. (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm thinking about the video. I mean, I'm thinking about the image in my mind and we're talking with each other. And all of a sudden she just goes, And she jumps up, y'all, and goes to the room. And she's like, I'm hot. I'm hot. I need some air. And John was like, oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. We just busted out laughing because she was, like, literally just sitting there having a conversation with us and then just jumped up and, you know, went into full-blown, like, this is too much for me. I can't take it. I need to, like, get in the fridge ASAP. So we kind of had to work that out for her. It was hot. Yes, I remember that. I remember it clearly. But, um, you know, when I got when I flew back to Mississippi, I realized that I needed to do something. And so I I started taking my biotin. Biotin is good for menopausal women that have hot flashes. So when I started taking my biotin, 5000 milligrams a day, sometimes 10, I pop one or two doesn't matter as long as you take it every day. No hot flashes. How about wow. that? Wow. That's amazing. How, how many, how, what's the um, milligrams you said again? You could take up to 10,000 milligrams, but they're 5,000 milligrams for each capsule. Mm-hmm. That's yes. great. That's great. No more hot flashes. So now I know that tip for uh, when yes. I do cross that bridge yes. in my life. I can say my mom says biotin mom. So let's get the biotin And it helps pills. with mood swings. It kind of keeps the heat off, you know, with your, you know, you're going to have mood swings, you're going to, your personality might change, you know, depending on, you know, how healthy you are. Some women are not as healthy. So their mood swings are going to be real powerful mood swings, you know, Right. but I wanted to get a handle on it because I'm pretty amped up anyway, naturally. So I said, well, let me, let me start doing my research and take something that I know that will help me with my mood swings and, and keeping me at a balance that I need to be at all times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Great yeah. stuff, mom. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, we really didn't want to make the first episode too long. We wanted to make sure that once we tried it out, made sure we sounded okay and technology was working and, you know, just kind of give you all wow. a little bit of technology is very, very, I mean, for a 57 year old woman, come on now. I'm, you know, I got an iPhone. That's as far as it goes. But when it comes to downloading all the other stuff, <laughs> the Zoom and, uh, it's just, I have to learn it anyway. Yes, you've so got to learn it. You miss radio. Mm-hmm. You did radio. You figured out all that software and I did your commercials did. and record those spots. So you yes, can definitely do it with the Zoom app, mom. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, be better prepared next time for sure. Most definitely. Yes. Are there any, you know, I always said that for our last call, we always want to leave people with some tips, some best practice, some recommendations 
do you just want to leave anyone with um, some tips or some final thoughts as we wrap up our Mother's Day check-in with each other, our first number one episode? Yes, I think we should do this, okay? I think uh, we all need to, if you don't have faith in God, it's now's the time to do so. Um, times are getting pretty critical. Um, we would not, say whatever God you serve, right, Mom? Like, a, 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 absolutely. Yeah, Allah is, you let's know. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. The universe, need, the one and only. Absolutely. We need to establish some type of spiritual connection mm-hmm. um, uh, with, with God. You know, mm-hmm. God means all God, you know, mm-hmm. all God is over everything. So, but, um, that spiritual connection, I think will help you during these, these bad times. Um, keep up the faith, pray, eat right. If you quarantining with a loved one, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt to, you know, maybe read something spiritual, something enlightening that you can, uh, obtain during these times. You know, um, that's about it. That's all I have. All right. Well, that's great. And then I also just want to, you know, um, also say that we are so appreciative to our listeners. We really do hope that um, we're able to, you know, inspire you, share our opinions, our thoughts with you, um, make you just feel happy. That's our goal. Just have a good time when you listen to us, put a smile on your face. And um, just know that we'll get through this. This is such, you know, um, these are some unprecedented times and it's a lot of uncertainty and it's a lot of, you know, financial hardship for people and it is not easy right now. Um, We know it's challenging with being home with your kids and they're not in school and you're having to be a teacher and work and short order cook and clean and, you know, try to do self care and try to be, you know, a good significant other to your partner. So we realize that there is a lot of pressure on people right now and that it is not easy. And so if I can just leave you with one thing is just to take five minutes or a little break for yourself every day, no matter what it is, whether it's just going outside. I had a colleague, um, my mentor at work tell me this, and I said, this is genius and it's so great. She said, Britt, even if you just take five minutes, go outside and just sit and just have a coffee or, you know, just to get away from the computer, get away from the kids, get away from everything, but just carve out a little bit of time for yourself each day. It makes a difference because it's hard mom there's days where you know I'm you know I call you I'm an emotional wreck I'm crying I'm happy this day I'm you know eating overeating and gaining five ten pounds that I shouldn't be gaining I'm trying to lose weight and I'm on the other side you look look fabulous my dear fabulous thank you but you know how it is it's just like you know, you feel guilty and different things. So I would just say, just love yourself, you know, be kind to yourself. You told me that mom, just be kind to yourself. You know, if you snack on something, you know, nothing wrong with the snack here and there, but just keep it all at a balance, you know, don't go too crazy. But if you do go crazy, it's all right. It's not the end of the world. Just do better the next day. Mm -hmm. But definitely, you know, the one tip I will say is to take five minutes to yourself every day just to step outside your house or go in the bathroom and turn on the shower or whatever you got to do to get you five minutes to yourself 
just to clear your thoughts, just to have time with yourself, just to talk to yourself, whatever you need to do so that you can be the best wife, the best mom, the best daughter, the best sister, cousin, whatever situation it is, friend, colleague at work, whatever you need to do to turn on for whoever you're supporting in your life. Um, that's what, you know, I would recommend as well. Well said. Well said. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Well, we are going to close out. Mom, I want to do a toast to you on this Mother's Day. So I want to raise our glass. And I just want to say again, thank you for being my mom. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for always being there. You are the reason why I smile. You bring so much joy in my life. You are the best Nana to my kids. John loves you. And I just, I just want to bottle you up and just open you up. You know, you're just such a goodness and a joy and a light in everyone's life. And I'm so thankful for you. And I just want to wish you a happy Mother's Day. Just know I love you. Thank you. I love you too. And happy Mother's Day to you as well. And you know, I'm so proud of your accomplishments, not for being a good parent, because you are a superb parent beyond good. And, uh, but just the accomplishments that you've made as a woman, um, recently, uh, acquiring a master's degree. Um, the first, I think in the family, I think with us, with all of us. In our immediate family, we can say, to be safe. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. But you've made, you've made some strides and that was also a sacrifice. So I applaud you and, um, I'm so proud of you, the woman that you've become and I learned from you as well. So cheers to that. And cheers, Mom. To many other Mother's Day. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Oh, yeah. Mm. This is some good wine. This is some good rosé. All right. I'm, I'm going to give this to, brand a shout to out. To that. Mm-hmm. Domaine St. Vincent. Rosé. Okay. And I the label is so cute. Yeah, I love the bottle. Yeah, it's so cute. Very nice. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much, Mom. I love you. We're going to sign off, everybody. But if you have any tips, um, comments, suggestions on what you would like us to talk about in our next podcast, feel free to let us know. Um, And we look forward to connecting with everyone and diving deeper as we continue this wonderful series with each other. Absolutely. Thanking all the viewers and you go out and make it a great day and have a happy Mother's Day. That's right. Happy Mother's Day. God bless. Bye-bye.